Hello, friends, and welcome to day number 33 of Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. It's a great joy to have you here with us on this Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday. Whether you're a return guest or someone who is here for the first time today, we just thank you for joining us. We hope that you will continue to press onward as we go about our goal of reading the entire Bible in a year's time. And we're in day number 33. We've got a ways to go yet. If you need a copy of the reading plan, you can visit the link in the show notes and download the PDF there. I wanted to uh, let you know that as I read through the Bible in a year, as always, I will use the World English Bible. That's the web translation. It's open source or public domain, if you will, so that it can be used for things like this and podcasting. Well, today we're going to be reading from Leviticus chapters 4 through 6, Psalm number 33, and Proverb number 2. By way of this devotional, however, I will only read Leviticus chapter 4 and 6 for the purpose of time. But please be sure to read chapter 5 on your own and check out that Psalm and Proverb. Friends, without further ado, let us jump into God's Word together. Numbers chapter 4. Yahweh spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Take a census of the sons of Kohath from among the sons of Levi, by their families, by their fathers' houses, from thirty years old and upward, even until fifty years old, all who enter into the service to do the work in the tent of meeting. This is the service of the sons of Kohath in the tent of meeting, regarding the most holy things. When the camp moves forward, Aaron shall go in with his sons, and they shall take down the veil of the screen, cover the ark of the testimony with it, put a covering of sealskin on it, spread a blue cloth over it, and put on its poles. On the table of the showbread they shall spread a blue cloth, and put on the dishes, the spoons, the bowls, and the cups with which to pour out, and the continual bread shall be on it. They shall spread on them a scarlet cloth, and cover it with a covering of sealskin, and put its poles in it. They shall take a blue cloth, and cover the lampstand of the light, its lamps, its snuffers, its snuff dishes, and all its oil vessels with which they minister to it. They shall put it and all its vessels within a covering of sealskin, and shall put on the frame. On the golden altar they shall spread a blue cloth and cover it with a covering of sealskin, and shall put in its poles. They shall take all the vessels of ministry with which they minister in the sanctuary and put them in a blue cloth, cover them with a covering of sealskin, and shall put them on the frame. They shall take away the ashes from the altar and spread a purple cloth on it. They shall put on it all its vessels with which they minister about it, the fire pans, the meat hooks, the shovels, and the basins, all the vessels of the altar. And they shall spread on it a covering of sealskin and put in its poles. When Aaron and his sons have finished covering the sanctuary and all the furniture of the sanctuary as the camp moves forward, after that the sons of Kohath shall come to carry it, but they shall not touch the sanctuary lest they die. The sons of Kohath shall carry these things belonging to the tent of meeting. The duty of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, shall be the oil for the light, the sweet incense, the continual meal offering, and the anointing oil, the requirements of all the tabernacle, 
and of all that is in it, the sanctuary and its furnishings. Yahweh spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Don't cut off the tribe of the families of the Kohathites from the Levites, but do this to them, that they may live and not die, when they approach the most holy things. Aaron and his sons shall go in and appoint everyone to his service and to his burden, but they shall not go in to see the sanctuary even for the moment, lest they die. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Take a census of the sons of Gershon, also by their fathers' houses, by their families. You shall count them from thirty years old and upward until fifty years old, all who enter in to wait on the service, to do the work of the tent of meeting. This is the service of the families of the Gershonites, in serving and in bearing burdens. They shall carry the curtains of the tabernacle, and the tent of meeting, its covering, the covering of sealskin that is on it, the screen for the door of the tent of meeting, the hangings of the court, the screen for the door of the gate of the court, which is in the tabernacle and around the altar, their cords, and all the instruments of their service, and whatever shall be done with them, they shall serve in there. At the commandment of Aaron and his sons shall be all the service of the sons of the Gershonites. At the command of Aaron and his sons shall be all the service of the At the commandment of Aaron and his sons shall be all the service of the sons of the Gershonites, in all their burden and in all their service, and you shall appoint their duty to them and all their responsibilities. This is the service of the families of the sons of the Gershonites in the tent of meeting. Their duty shall be under the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. As for the sons of Merari, you shall count them by their families, by their fathers' houses. You shall count them from thirty years old and upward even to fifty years old, everyone who enters on the service to do the work of the tent of meeting. This is the duty of their burden, according to all the service in the tent of meeting, the tabernacles, boards, its bars, its pillars, and its sockets, the pillars of the court around it, their sockets, their pins, their cords, with all their instruments and with all their service. You shall appoint the instruments of the duty of their burden to them by name. This is the service of the families of the sons of Merari, according to all the service in the tent of meeting, under the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. Moses and Aaron and the princes of the congregation counted the sons of the Kohathites by their families and by their fathers' houses, from thirty years old and upward even to fifty years old, everyone who entered into the service for the work and the tent of meeting. Those who were counted of them by their families were 2,750. These are those who are counted of the families of the Kohathites, all who served in the tent of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron counted according to the commandment of Yahweh by Moses. Those who were counted of the sons of Gershon by their families and their fathers' houses from 30 years old and up even to 50 years old, everyone who entered into the service for the work of the tent of meeting, even those who were counted of them by their families, by their fathers' houses, were 2,630. These are those who were counted of the families of the sons of Gershon, all who served in the tent of meeting, whom Moses and Aaron counted according to the commandment of Yahweh. Those who were counted of the families of the sons of Merari by their families, by their fathers' houses, from thirty years old and upward even to fifty years old, everyone who entered into the service for work in the tent of meeting, even those who were counted of them by their families, were 3,200. These are those who were counted 
of the families of the sons of Merari, whom Moses and Aaron counted according to the commandment of Yahweh by Moses. All those who were counted of the Levites, whom Moses and Aaron and the princes of Israel counted by their families and by their fathers' houses, from 30 years old and upward even to 50 years old, everyone who entered in to do the work of the service and the work of bearing burdens in the tent of meeting. Even those who were counted of them were 8,580. According to the commandment of Yahweh, they were counted by Moses, everyone according to his service and according to his burden. Thus they were counted by him as Yahweh commanded Moses. Numbers chapter 6. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and tell them, When either man or woman shall make a special vow, the vow of a Nazarite, to speak himself to Yahweh, he shall separate himself from wine and strong drink. He shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of fermented drink, neither shall he drink any juice of grapes, nor eat fresh grapes or dried. All the days of his separation he shall eat nothing that is made of the grapevine, from the seeds even to the skins. All the days of his vow of separation no razor shall come on his head, until the days are fulfilled in which he separates himself to Yahweh. He shall be holy. He shall let the locks of the hair of his head grow long. All the days that he separates himself to Yahweh he shall not go near a dead body. He shall not make himself unclean for his father or for his mother, for his brother, for his sister when they die, because his separation to God is on his head. All the days of his separation he is holy to Yahweh. If any man dies very suddenly beside him when he defiles the head of his separation, then he shall shave his head in the day of his cleansing. On the seventh day he shall shave it. On the eighth day he shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest to the door of the tent of meeting. The priest shall offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering, and make atonement for him because he sinned by reason of the dead, and shall make his head holy that same day. He shall separate to Yahweh the days of his separation, and shall bring a male lamb a year old for a trespass offering. But the former days shall be void because his separation was defiled. This is the law of the Nazarite. When the days of his separation are fulfilled, he shall be brought to the door of the tent of meeting, and he shall offer his offering to Yahweh, one male lamb a year old without defect for a burnt offering, one ewe lamb a year old without defect for a sin offering, and one ram without defect for peace offerings, a basket of unleavened bread, cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil, with their meal offering and their drink offerings. The priest shall present them before Yahweh, and shall offer his sin offering and his burnt offering. He shall offer the ram for a sacrifice of peace offerings to Yahweh, with the basket of unleavened bread. The priest shall offer also its meal offering and its drink offering. The Nazarite shall shave the head of his separation at the door of the tent of meeting, take the hair of the head of his separation, and put it on the fire which is under the sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall take the boiled shoulder of the ram, one unleavened cake out of the basket, and one unleavened wafer, and shall put them on the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved the head of his separation. And the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before Yahweh. They are holy for the priest, together with the breast that is waved and the thigh that is offered. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. 
This is the law of the Nazarite who vows, and of his offering to Yahweh for his separation, in addition to that which he is able to afford. According to his vow which he vows, so he must do after the law of separation. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is how you shall bless the children of Israel. You shall tell them, Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yahweh lift his face toward you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Gracious God, we give you thanks for the gift of this day. As we celebrate Valentine's Day, we remember those we love, but also we remember your great love for us. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. What a gift that is for all of us. So be with us, Lord, as we delve into your word. Help reveal the truths for us that we could apply to our lives so that we might become holy as you are holy, that we might glorify you in and through all that we do and are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Numbers chapter 4, we see the importance of the tribe of Levi in the breaking down and setting up of the tabernacle. Now, you'll remember that there are Levites and there are priests. All priests are Levites, but not all Levites are priests. So we see as this chapter progresses that each of the three sons, Gershon, Kohath, or Kehath, and Merari, they are broken up, they are numbered, and they are assigned tasks for the setting up and breaking down of the tabernacle. Now, Levi also had a daughter named Jochebed, and she married one of the sons of Kohath, Amram, and gave birth to Miriam, Aaron, and Moses. Now, through Aaron come the priests. But the families of Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, they were given special tasks for, like I said, setting up and breaking down the tabernacle for the purpose of transport throughout their wanderings until they crossed over into the threshold of Canaan, the promised land, where they'll still have their active duties as well. When all of the men from 30 years up to 50 years were numbered, we see that overall there were 8,580 of them, which is great because it was a lot of work to transport the tabernacle and all of its pieces and its curtains and so forth. I actually had someone ask me yesterday, how big was the tabernacle, so that it can understand the magnitude of this work. Now, the tabernacle was 100 cubits long, which is about 150 feet, 50 cubits wide, which is 75 feet, and 5 cubits tall, which is 7.5 feet. So this is a pretty massive setup that they had. And of course, there were the main pieces of furniture with all their utensils and so on. So there was a lot of work associated with the transport of the tabernacle. Another useful piece of information to know is, you know, why did the tribe of Levi get this very special called out task versus the other tribes of Jacob? And we see, if you go back to Exodus chapter 32, you might remember the story when Moses was up on the mountain getting the law from God that Aaron and the tribes down at the base of the mountain, uh, they were worried and they needed um, a God to worship and to lead them. So what did they do? 
they made a golden calf, an idol. And it says in Exodus chapter 32 that the Levites were the ones who allied to Moses first after this situation. And according to Hebrew tradition, the Levites did not partake in the worship of this idol. And also as Moses uh, commands some recompense for this, this ill that was done through the worship of the idol, the Levites are the ones who executed the judgment. So it's because of that that they are called out to a very holy and special task with the tabernacle work and, of course, the priesthood. And in Numbers chapter 6, we see the development of this thing called the Nazarite vow. And this is a vow that one could take, a man could take, to set apart himself for a holy purpose to God, and it would last a duration of time. I guess it depended on how long they wanted to be set apart. And during this time, they had to abstain from some things, all of the uh, fruit of the vine, basically, the grapes, the seeds, the skins, the wine that's made, the juice, raisins, whatever the case may be for the entirety of their vow. And there was an outward sign of this vow. They let their hair grow uh, pretty long and ruggedly. They weren't allowed to cut their hair. And I'm reminded right away of Samson in the book of Judges, which we'll get there. It's one of my favorite books. It's a difficult book, but it's, a, it's one of my favorites because it really shows the trajectory of God's redemptive plan. But if you look at the story of Samson, it says that he was a Nazarite even before he was born. He was set apart. Now, when you look at how he grew up and how he acted, he certainly did not live the life of a Nazarite. And really, this kind of shows uh, how the people of Israel were living in the land of Canaan because they didn't push out all of the inhabitants like God had called them to do. And so Samson was uh, doing things like partying. He touched dead things. Uh, he slept with prostitutes and so on and so forth. He was a terrible Nazarite. Yet, like the other judges, yet God still was able to use him for the task that he had at hand. The judges then are not just clerical or dealing with judicial things, but these judges in the book of Judges were kind of mini saviors uh, that alleviated the burden from Israel, brought them back to a position of good standing with God in relationship to that covenant. But when they turned aside, they started to go after idols again, and there's just a cycle upon cycle upon cycle, as you'll see through Judges, until it says there was no king in Israel, pointing to the fact that there would be a king that would set the situation right. And that king, for us, we know, is Jesus Christ. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And as we were reading through the, the Nazarite vow, I couldn't help but be reminded of today, Ash Wednesday, as the beginning of Lent. This is a time when we contemplate our mortality and our sin. It's a time when we take on some holy habits Maybe we cut loose some things in our lives that are causing us to stray from God or distract us from God. It's not mandated anywhere in Scripture, but it is a holy practice, a holy tradition, which many people agree probably started around the year 325 
AD, around that time of the Council of Nicaea. And it has been passed down through the millennia to us today. So friends, if you are embarking on this journey we call Lent, I pray that you will in fact have a very holy Lent, that you will pray for God to reveal areas of your life that you need to yield over to God so that you might become more and more like his son, Jesus Christ, who died for us so that we might be free of the powers of sin and death and have ultimate victory and to establish his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Well, friends, that's it for today. I hope that you have a very blessed day and hope to see you back tomorrow. Until then, God bless.